Hey Siri, how do you say black in French? In French, black is noir, rosé noir. We found each other on Clubhouse. We nurtured a community that continues to grow. We'll keep pushing forward for change. We'll call things out. We'll call people in. We will lead with love. We will not be silent or silenced. We're here to fill your cup with conversation. We'll provide individuality and thought. Diversity of perspectives on a range of topics. You never know who will join us. Sit back and enjoy our offering. Claudia. Gina. Jasmine. Monique. We are Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Please enjoy the show. Welcome to the Rosé Noir podcast. I'm Monique, and I'm joined by Jasmine, Gina, and Claudia. Today, we're doing yet another soft, hard launch iteration of our podcast. This is the Bachelor Nation news of two days into 2024. It's fast. It's furious. It is, wow. <laughs> Ladies, how y'all doing? I, I can't keep up. I thought we'd get a little break and it feels right. like we are in a full season of something. So right. I don't even know. And it's, you know, I'm a little under the weather probably yes. from all of this storm. <laughs> so I feel like I have whiplash from my Instagram and like, this is happening. That's happening. I'm like, I cannot keep up. Yeah. Jasmine took the words right out of my mouth. That's exactly how I feel right now. I feel like someone just, stuck me inside of a jar and just shook it up and I just all over the place at this point there's a lot going on yes I mean it's unbelievable um before we get into the podcast proper I did want to ask you all what did you ladies do for New Year's I stayed at home with my family um it was Rowan's first New Year's um, my mom was actually off of work for like the first time in a couple of years where she actually wasn't like either running to work right before the ball dropped or already being at work and then like trying to rush home to make it there in time. So this was like the first time that she was going to be completely off. Um, and it was great, you know, with her, my aunt, my grandmother and then Rowan um, and just enjoying it and letting him actually stay up. He stayed up. He was up until like 1245. I was so surprised. It was almost like I, because I let him stay up, he wouldn't go down afterwards. Too much excitement. Shout out to Roro bringing in the new year the right way. Yes. Jasmine? Um, so I, the older I get, the more afraid I am to go out into public and do things because people are crazy and I'm not trying to get hit by a drunk driver. Um, so we decided this year to host and we had, um, Two of our um, couples that are friends with us, and they both have daughters as well, we told them, just come hang out with us and crash in our house. And all the girls will love it because they can have a big sleepover. So we had like um, a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and two three-year-olds. They're watching movies. They're drinking their sparkling apple cider, thinking that they're grown, but they're little, little plastic champagne flutes. <laughs> and... I mean, Robert cooked and we just played board games and just kept it chill and nobody had to drive anywhere. So that's what our main thing was. So it was really fun. 
the adults had fun, the kids had fun, and we woke up the next morning and got breakfast tacos, and it was really, really nice. So I think that might be the start of a new tradition so that we don't have to be on these streets running around. I love that. Stay safe, everybody. Claudia. Hello. Um, yes, yeah, so I haven't gone out in years. For you know, A part of it is because uh, there was a global pandemic, and then, uh, so there was nothing to go to. But before that, for a couple of years, I was going to this really nice hotel in Boston. And it's going to be a while. Um, it's been a while since I've been in Boston hanging, since I've been transitioning down here to Charlotte. So went out to a really nice uh, restaurant. And, uh, and then we just chilled and then went back to the hotel and was there 11.52, just in time. That's exactly where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be out. <clears throat> I didn't want to be, and I'm like Jasmine too. Like I'll go, either I want to get all dressed up or I like like to stay in. And for when my son was younger, we used to always stay in. We used to always, just because it, it's easier, but I'm very much don't want to get hit by a car or like be in an yeah. accident. I'm like that with pretty much most major holidays. So yeah, so like, or if I'll, I'll make sure I leave early or whatever the case is, like Super Bowl, all those things, like I'll leave before everybody else is on the street. So had a really nice time an excellent Mediterranean meal uh, and got to watch over the Boston Harbor, all the, the um, fireworks. And it was nice. It was nice. And then Wonderful. I had to leave the next morning early. Right. So that's it. Awesome. So what did I do on New Year's? I, I think I played video games. <laughs> I just like did something like super casual with my girlfriend. Um, so I played video games and uh, watched Netflix all the way up until 11.54, I think. Lost track of time. Um, we were watching, yesterday we were watching The Night Agent. Great, great show. It's like 10 episodes. We got to episode like eight and I'm like, mm -mm, gotta go to bed. This is like, because every episode is a major cliffhanger and you want to get back into it, but it's like, eh, eh. Not going to be able to do it. So um, I know it's just very nice. Like I cooked uh, some chicken and broccoli and rice and, um, you know, it's just just some nice stir fry, had wine that I got from the Caribbean Wine Festival. So I hadn't popped the wine open. So we got that happening and it was just a very peaceful, very nice New Year's. Um, I was watching all the people on the rocking New Year's Eve uh, freeze to death out there. Looked very cold, very cold. Um, so shout out to them. Yeah, it wasn't as cold as it looked, and how's ha right. as it has been in the past because it was like forty, right. Right. and I think it dropped. So it wasn't as cold as normal. That's like summer. Yeah. So transitioning forward, uh, this is more like a, where were you when Brian Abasolo announced mm -mm. his, nope. that he was divorcing uh, our first black bachelorette, first lead, first black lead of the show, Rachel Lindsay. So where were you? Mm -mm. Well, I was in the middle of an important meeting and somehow it flashed um, and then I was multitasking 
please don't get me fired. And I sent it to my co-hosts that I'm looking at right now. And um, cause I was like, my God, this is gotta be a hoax. This is like the onion, but it wasn't the onion. It was maybe page six, uh, it, maybe it, it, a game of rose, like all of the, everyone got at wind of it. At the same time. The same time. And, uh, and then of course, Brian himself uh, announced his own statement in his story uh, to quote unquote, get ahead of the news cycle. So um, that was, that was a lot as well. I think every time they talk about what couples are left, it's like, I never think that couple is going to be off the list. And I was just right. like, oh no. Yeah. So it was, it was, sad. it was sad to share that news. I was going to say, you always count on Rachel and Brian. Go ahead, Jasmine. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they were the ones, my entry point into this franchise. Mm-hmm. And he was the one I always pick, so I'm I'm hoping it's just like different lives, different paths. But it sounds like from his statement, it could be the beginning of mess, and I don't like that. So, oh, yes. I hope not, um, Claudia. I think you and I probably posted it to our group chat like within a minute of each other. Um, I had just I went into Instagram and I saw page six, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And by the time I had copied the link over to put in our chat, you had just posted it too. So yeah, I was just minding my business on Instagram and saw it. That's that's where I was, Monique. <laughs> just minding my business. And I was like, no, literally jaw dropped. And I think I just posted it to y'all. I don't even think I said anything. I just posted it. And I was like, I'm actually speechless at this one. I, don't I, was, watching, I was watching dishes. Mm, yeah. I was like, Mm-mm. did you, you know, break the dish after you read that? No. Um, I, I ain't gonna hold you. When people announce that they're breaking up or they're um, going through a divorce, I have like a different mentality about it. Someone's not happy. So mm-hmm. figure out where your happiness is going to be. Mm-hmm. And if it's back with your partner, then it's back with your partner. But if it's not, mm-hmm. that is none of my concern or my business. Mm-hmm. I will say that there have been times when just watching Rachel on the Van Lathan podcast, she has looked very sad um, or very like tired or emotional. And it's not necessarily like for the topic at hand. So um, I feel like she was, she had said that this was one of the hardest year of her life, 2023. She said that it kicked her ass and it kicked a lot of our asses. So, I mean, you know, shout out to, uh, Brian, uh, I'll read his statement, um, by kicking well, off, okay. yeah. yeah, kicking off the year by kicking everybody's ass. It says, if you've been following me for a while, you know, I don't put my personal affairs on social media and like to keep a safe space for our family. Many of you know me as a chiropractor and also as a husband, my proudest role so far. After more than four years of marriage, Rachel and I have made the difficult decision to part ways and start anew. My parents have been married forever and I'm a family man, but sometimes loving yourself and your partner means you must let go. I wanted you to hear it from the source before the blog start making up their own reality. Please respect the spaces of our family and friends as we figure out our next step. Respectfully, Brian. Uh, God bless. 
Yeah, blessings to you, blessings to Rachel and your families because I have thoughts, but we this news just came out hours ago, mm -hmm. so I know things will change. I have theories, I have all kinds of thoughts. And ultimately it's just sad. And I'm with you, Monique. I'm always about like, hey, what works for you? And and everything is fluid. Like you can turn around tomorrow and like everything will be great. Like you you thought the grass would be greener on the other side, and then you went back, or maybe you know, however people cope. Um, but to to not chase happiness, but to not stay in complacency or suffer, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm a hundred percent aligned with that. What stinks and what we were just yelling at people about last week, and they were like, Oh, this is terrible. And I was like, How dare you? How dare you question their love? This is how they are. What stinks. Uh, is that in this case, they were correct, possibly. And who knows if he, because she went on that man's podcast. We don't have to say his name. <laughs> but she went on his podcast and there was almost a smugness, but not like in a bat, like for her, but she felt there was like, kind of like she was chill. And she's like, yeah, like we just live different lives and that's it. Mm -hmm. I wonder if, Brian kind of, it got to Brian because I don't think if they were, not that they hadn't had any issues, but I wonder if he was upset by that or not expecting it, or maybe that was like the straw that broke the camel's back or whatever. Um, because I don't feel like if this was headed to this, if she was like aware, I don't think she would have said that. I don't think she would have said on on the podcast that you know like hey we live separate lives everyone's always mm -hmm. like why why don't you post together like i don't think she would have pressed on that as much as she had had she known this was coming so my gut is telling me that this was something that blindsided her not not fully uh, right like i said sure there's issues but i don't think she saw this the way and especially the way you know we always talk about these young bachelor folks how they get on and they don't have a pr person they didn't like check I feel like this is almost like clearly they have PR people and I feel like he didn't even check. He was like, let me do this just fast. It was, yeah, I felt reactive, which he is not that person. So yeah. Yeah. That statement was a statement. Um, I don't know if that got, that went through the channels of who was supposed to go through. Uh, for, yeah, for me, um, I don't know. Uh, Gina, you want to go ahead? I'll I'll collect my thoughts because Lord. Oh, you like me to give my my thoughts? Yes. Um, yeah, I I don't even know where to start with this one. This one really threw me off my rocker this morning. I I was not prepared for this. Um, I do think that Rachel was blindsided. I mean, obviously, you can know that there's things that are going on in your relationship that maybe you're not where you want to be, but I cannot imagine or thinking that she would go on to the podcast two weeks ago, saying some of the things that she said, talking about like next steps in their relationship and like things progressing forward. Not, there was no like little inklings of, or sprinkling of something being wrong with their relationship. So it just seems like I do agree that maybe he heard that podcast and it could have just been like, oh, we are completely in different places. Like maybe that was like a wiggle call of being like, we're not on the same page. 
um, because it just seemed like, how do you go from your wife being on a podcast talking about you guys making things work and that it's unconventional, but it works for you guys. You're, you're now moving into this next phase of trying to have babies. And then two weeks later, you're filing for divorce. Like that just, it just seems like they were not on the same page at all whatsoever. Yeah, I agree. Jasmine, did you have any thoughts? I agree with what you guys have said so far. I, I did not listen to the podcast, um, but I have just seen other people kind of commenting the way y'all are about how basically to Gina's point, like that does not align with what was being said. So um, it's just very interesting. I just, it's, it's sad, but also maybe it's not sad. You know, like we said, like Monique, you were saying clearly that means someone is not happy. So whatever they need to do to work on themselves and make themselves happy, then ultimately that's the goal. It's just, it's just sad as someone who's been rooting for them. Like all of us were just rooting for them so hard and we loved our black bachelorette and we just were so thrilled that that was one of the success stories. It just was such a blow to the chest. Um, so I think I'm just still shocked and I just am praying for the best for, for both of them, especially if, to Claudia's point, if if he felt like he needed to get ahead of the media, what do we not know yet? That is going to be a shocker. So just blessings to them. And I, I really hope that both of them can deal with all of this and their mental health is is safe and, and that they have a community that they can reach out to for help. Because something like this is not easy when you're not in the public eye. So to add that on top of it, it's it's just a lot. Mm. Yeah, I know she had just um, lost her grandmother, and so she was in Texas for that. So I'm you know, hoping that she's still surrounded with family. For me, and I think for all of us, what's also throwing us off is the, um, I, who knows what happens when people request, uh, you know, or put in and file a petition for divorce. Like if things such as requesting spousal support is just you check a box or something. But uh, that's quite a box at this point. Um, I hope that um, Sis's assets are protected so that, because um, I think she's making, she makes considerable money at this point with ad buys on Instagram and her other real you know, her other full-time jobs, full-time podcasting, and also hosting on television. So protect your neck. So so before we move on from this, mm -hmm. this one yes, major sure. point that I was going to bring up, um, and I think I said this last week, right, about prenups and um, with Gary and everything, right? Like this is case in point because when he met her, I mean, she was The Bachelorette, which was a very popular show. Yeah. Um, at the time with, with, a the, nice, with a nice check. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think they actually make that much from the show, but all the benefits mm -hmm. that you read from the show. So one thing to note is that she quit extra. She mm -hmm. hasn't been hosting, right? That was a big part of her. And to mm -hmm. me, I, I kept wrapping my head like, what, like, what, what, why would she leave that show? And she said that it was, you know, some of the things like, not being treated or like whatever, but I, I have to admit there was a part of me that thought 
is this too much for Brian? Like, is Brian like, you're up too high? Or I always like to think he was secure, but there's always been this part of me that maybe he's not as secure as um, we, we hoped he would be. And like we also said, it takes a really secure man to be with a woman who lives that, that free and independent. Um, mm -hmm. It was in the public eye like that. So I think, I mean, not that he's insecure, but I don't know. And this is all speculation, but I had had the thought cross my mind when she quit because she was like hustling out here. She was doing everything and she's been kind of like laid back. And I, it, so it made me wonder, like, does he want her to slow down? Um, but you wouldn't get the best of her, right? Like that wouldn't be who she is. So mm -hmm. I don't know. These are the thoughts that I have because I relate to her in that way. <laughs> Mm -hmm. being a fast paced uh, business lady. So let's uh, wish them the best and hope that we don't have really nasty mess coming. But yeah. Um, might, yeah. Oh, and, I did yeah. want to say the amount of people in my personal life that have reached out to me to try to get some of the details of like things have been, it's interesting. Like people really, um, pay attention and know, like, you know, people I've been talked to for like four or five years, people have, you know, that are my besties that don't watch the show at all. They got mm -hmm. the news and they're like, okay, so you mean to tell me, like, they're now litigating it with me. And I'm mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm, sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. That mm -hmm. seems to be the case. Yes. yes, yes. I mean, I don't know anything. All of the things that we're, you know, they're asking me are like factual based stuff that I could say, absolutely. That's the case. Yes, no, whatever. So it, mm -hmm. that was like a bit wild. Yeah. Yeah. This is a shame. Oh yeah. Though. I definitely got I definitely got pinged uh, a couple of yeah. times. But the thing that I think that was the craziest was the spousal support request. Wow. Yeah. I got yeah. a lot that was where people were like, what the what? Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, protecting our assets. But I think the mm -hmm. the thing that's kind of like people because it's almost like a I mean He's a chiropractor in, in Beverly Hills. Like, it's not like he's, you know, has like a corn stand or something. Like he, he's out here. <laughs> like, what, no, but, but what is you doing? Why are you asking for uh -uh, pause. Did you say a corn stand? Yeah. Wow. Tell me you're from the city without telling me you're from the city. <laughs> Why are you in my business? <laughs> I have a theory, though, on why he may be asking for spousal support. Mm -hmm. Could it be because Tell he us. closed down his practice in Miami? I don't know, because his mm. I thought his practice in, in L.A. was doing well. But if he had a practice in Miami and no longer has a practice in Miami and that was a source of income... So he was, it was only, he moved his practice from Miami to LA. Like they made the conscious choice to both up, like they were, she was in Dallas. So he was with her in Dallas. Then they both moved to Miami. Then they picked a neutral city to both move their careers. What if it was working better yes. in Miami? If that's where he it's was. It's very possible. If that was where he started his career, where he built his practice, where he was making his money, he probably had clients. Mm -hmm. 
you know, that he was seeing a long time. Chiropractic work is something where if someone is really into it and they are dealing with chronic pain, they will continue to come back. Right. So they're going to keep having um, these clients. And now you're uprooting yourself. You're taking yourself all the way from one coast to another and then having to restart your practice is mm-hmm. making the same amount of money. Could he feel like he should be compensated for taking that hit of having to uproot his entire practice and his life to go mm-hmm. out there to California when he was mm-hmm. in my life? It's possible. It, it's possible for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, We're not in yeah. their finances. To Wouldn't really be surprised if he, if he heads back to Miami. That I will say. I, Very I close to his parents. Surprised. Yeah. He's an only child. He's close to his family. Yep. You know, it's it's just, it's sad. Mm-hmm. So can we transition? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're getting out of there. To another uplifting story. So oh, can, I, can, I, can I just trickle in some of the little, the, the bits and pieces real fast and then we'll just jump into it? Go for it. Yes. Yes. So on, uh, I would say... January 1st. It was my, like, there was a New Year's Eve party. We don't know who hosted it. We're going to assume it was Caitlin. A lot of reality stars were there. Uh, we had, um, yeah, what is his name? Uh, Wreck-It Ralph. I call him Wreck-It Ralph. What is his name? He just had him on Bachelor in Paradise and I don't forgot already. Uh, Blake. Girl, are you yes. Blake. About Blake? No, don't you yeah, dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> Ever. I was trying. I was trying. Okay, so we have Blake Moynes. He looked very wonderful in that cream-colored suit with the bow tie. Very nice. We had uh, Zach from uh, formerly engaged to Tasha Adams during the Clacia season of The Bachelorette at Caitlin Bristow's um, party. Uh, Monique, <laughs> Sheena and I are both just shaking our heads. <laughs> like, just just mm-hmm. shaking our heads. Uh, then we then saw, so we saw a, vi- a, a picture of Blake Moynes and Zach. Great. Awesome. Blake has never looked better. He's still in his amazing era. We love this for Blake. Zach has like, you know, a mustache. I would rather him have the, the goatee. What, whatever. Not my business. Who cares? Don't mm-hmm. care. He's a big fan of Barstool um, and them racist people. So I'm good to go. No problem. We then see a a bit more than chummy picture of Zach. He seems to be like lower and maybe Caitlyn's on the stage, but the arm is around Caitlyn, um, very cozy in a place where it's just like, you know, a cozy placement of the hand. Um, And everyone is like, what's going on? So have at it, ladies. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, the, the the complication here is that some girl code situations are happening because Taisha and Caitlin Bristow were the co-hosts of Katie Thurston's season of The Bachelorette. So there's that. Uh, and famously, Taisha was not at the final after the final rose because she got COVID after she came from New York. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, have that have at it, ladies. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down for y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please so the do. more tragic excuse me. So the more tragic issue is that not all they did Michelle season two. Mm-hmm. They did yes, two they did. seasons in a row. I forgot this. 
Um, they were fired to, hired and fired together mm. in solidarity. Okay. Um, also, the fact that like they were just at a certain former co-host's wedding together. Uh, who who are they? You say, Tasha and Caitlin were at the same wedding for the same horrible co-host. I have a question. Was Tasha the only black person? We don't at- have to talk. You know the answer. I'm not going <laughs> to do I mean, from what you that today. <laughs> we have to now focus money. on one subject at a time. Okay? Yes. Don't so, have questions you don't want the answer to. Was this something I said? Yes. <laughs> so that's not the important. And maybe she should ask herself that she's getting punished now with that because she went to that wedding. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. So the point of this, and Jason was also at that wedding. Was Jason Tartik? Jason Tartik? Hmm. Oh, and then didn't Jason just interview Schmish Marison? Yes. Who asked for that? Jason, duck low and get out the way. I'm like, I don't know what is happening. I don't know if he he must be getting a lot of money in the back end to do that. I don't know what's happening. Something is going on. Get out the way and leave us alone. Why? No one asked for that shit. Anyway. Yes. Can I read... This coherent um, um, statement from Caitlin. So Caitlin, so everybody knows, in a rare moment, Caitlin got emotional. She got emotional mm-hmm. in a moment. Very not rare. She's the clap back. It was a uh, rare moment. She's usually pretty of sound mind. Yeah. But this was like a, a hungover moment or something. I will be hearing and, this for the first time. I have no idea. Oh, this perfect. I love surprising. Yeah. This will be two oh, weeks in a row that I surprise you with. You. I love this for you. Okay, so Caitlin writes. I love this for you. You would think by now I'd be used to the hate. I'm not. Your words hurt. Your shaming hurts. Part of me feels a little sad and honestly embarrassed for you guys because this shouldn't be how you spend day one of a new year. Okay? You should not be this invested in someone you don't even know or respect. It's actually scary. And I know looking inward might be even scarier for you, but the bullying is next level. You are allowed to have opinions and feelings, but you don't even know the truth. And your hate in caps should actually come with consequences. I truly worry about some of your mental health. It's not okay. It's not please. Please feel ashamed of yourselves for treating someone this way who you don't know. I did not kill someone. I had a party with some. I had a party with some of my favorite people. Shame on you, not me. I am not one dimensional. What you see on people's social media does not mean you know them. And this part might sting, but I would never, ever want to switch places with you. Your life seems so sad. So mm-hmm. I will not take the opinions of someone who I would not trade places with. So. So seeing as though she wasn't talking about us or to us, because I don't know that lady. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, care. I'm not talking about oh, there, there was a second. There, there was. Excuse me. There was a second rant later. I cannot. So y'all feel big, loud, and important but you are small-minded and sad. Thank you to everyone who was kind on my platform. Love you guys. You the real, you the real ones. I wish I could just, no, I'm not done. I'm sorry. I wish I could just share. (laughs) 
I wish I could just share my truth and tell you my side, my side. It's hard to bite my dang tongue sometimes, but you just go on and continue to have your own little made up story in your head and believe what you want to believe. Social media, la la land, good lord. Were you finished? Okay. It sounds like the call is coming from what inside you heard the house. In summation, I did not kill someone. Okay. Yeah. Girl, what the damn hell? What? Jasmine, apparently, Jasmine, your life is raggedy because you care about this. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't want to trade places with you, me, or anybody else. Wow. Ugh. So, what's funny is that I don't care because clearly I hadn't seen it before right now. So. Did you <laughs> like that. Did you like the dramatic reading? Dramatic I loved reading. the drama of it all. No, no, no. I was agreeing with you on the when you said is this AAVE? Like what is she doing? Well, she needs to um she needs to address her side of things. You got a side? Uh, you only have a side if you took this photo with this man and you with him. You don't have a side if you took the photo with the man and you're not actually dating your former co-host's fiance or talking to him. So, Because when you bust out, like, you know, in February and y'all look chummy and getting photographed at the coffee shop, then what? This is crazy work. You know, then what? It's crazy work. It's crazy work. Um, Then she just looks crazy and she went on this rant for what? So... I'm gonna say this right now. She better not. Did if you thought about being with him, if you was flirty, flirty, if you was thinking about going this route, you 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 cannot. You really shouldn't have to begin with, but you definitely can't now after the way you chose to react. Or you better marry him. That. But even then, you're still gonna be talking shit and clowning and everything else in between. Or do it in private, deny, 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 and let it let it blow up. Like, let it just disintegrate into the ether of quietness. Shut up. Like, I just... This is nobody's business. Shut up. No. And then the other thing is, and I know I've talked to y'all about this before, but I don't know if I've ever said it on a recording for a podcast, but mm-hmm. I never liked Zach. On Tasha's season, you can ask the people in my group chat. They were like, no, this is so, he's such a sweet guy. This is the best proposal of all time, which it was a sweet proposal. Uh, don't get me wrong. But the whole time I was side-eyeing and I was like, I don't like this. And then he started acting funny and Tasha started, you know, spilling some tea. And everybody was like, oh, and I said, I've been told y'all I didn't like this man. I've been told y'all for years. So... I am still side-eyeing him as well. So although she sounds, I don't know what's happening in those posts that she made. She sounds like she needs to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side of that, Zach, what is you doing, boo? What is no. he doing? Girl. I've never liked him. <laughs> well, he proposed, were you hating because of the cardboard taxi? Oh, no, no, because I was understanding of COVID, like, right, like things were different. It, it was rough. That was shut down. They couldn't go anywhere. Like, I, I understand that part. But in the it, truly the proposal itself, what he said, the words he said to her and her reaction to it were absolutely beautiful. But while he was doing it, I was cringing because I never liked that motherfucker. So <laughs> I was just like, OK, I don't know how I feel about this. And all my friends were like, oh, that's so sweet. And I was like, oh, okay. 
what I don't like. They always do this to us. So Rachel has been getting a lot of hate. I know everyone is shocked. Mm-hmm. A lot of racist hate. I know you're shocked mm-hmm. for this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Good for him. Caitlin has also evidently, by her words, has been receiving hate as well. They're like, everyone, leave Rachel and Caitlin alone. No, leave them separate. (laughs) This is two separate hates. This is not, (laughs) racism is not equivalent to um, violating girl girl code, drunken nonsense. And and I'm cool with KB. Like, I'm cool with like, who she mm-hmm. is usually like I'm usually I know she gives you like she's doesn't she's unapologetically herself most of the time, but for me this ain't it, and I feel like she's just like what, the second you're saying my side, that's an ick vial move to like come listen to my next episode of my podcast. Mm-hmm. So no, you need to tell us right now. Yeah, I think that um. What I what I like and enjoy about Caitlin Bristow is she is someone that definitely moves and tries to understand. She's a white woman that moves and tries to understand. So that's one thing. Um, she stands on business for sure. And I appreciate that when it comes to matters of uh, race and intersectionality in terms of um, the, the, the LGBTQIA plus community from what I gather. Other than that, I can't really, um, speak to what's happening with these outbursts. I did watch, uh, something that Dave Neal put up, put up and, um, he kind of did a revisiting of his, uh, ride along with her. And she does focus on the hateful comments and will will scroll to find them and like hate scroll. I want her to take the time to like focus on the positive energy and positive thoughts. Right now it's going to be, it's a firestorm right now. That's unfortunate. Hey, but uh, yeah, take a little time to just get back to the people in your life and the supporters that you have that do so positive thought towards you and, you know, going your way. But this is a mess. This is continuing a mess of, mm. uh, we don't know what's going on. Potentially this is a mess. I'll say that's all. Well, well, I think, I mean, even if nothing, if it was completely innocent hanging, I mean, you know, people get flirty, people get like whatever to all of that. Uh, what I do see, unfortunately, is that Caitlyn, there's a little bit of a mental breakdown happening, and I don't know if it what triggered it between the holidays and then Jason moving out, because that's a big transition. So all of this stuff happening, she's like acted like we're watching her diminish like to shrink down each time on her social media. She's posting all the time of how she's crying, she's laughing. She's angry. She's always been very vulnerable and transparent. And it she hasn't looked well to me in the last several weeks. So I feel like all of this came to a head. I really feel like she doesn't know what to do. I hope she's keeping the right people around her. 
Yes. That that's what likes leads me to believe. Um, you know, it could be a cold breezy situation. You don't have the right people around you. They'll just let you <laughs> post and behave any which way and not have your back. Does she and y'all follow her more than me? Um, and as I always say, I'm I'm the newest one to this franchise, so I just don't know some of these older um people from older seasons. But does she have any type of, or is she vocal, I should say, yeah. or do we know that there's any kind of confirmed like mental illness? Because to be honest with you, and I, I do not, I'm not diagnosing, don't like doing that, but what I'm saying is she reminds me of when I am spiraling, when I'm like manic and I'm either drinking a lot or um, not getting enough sleep. So things that I post might sound very erratic and not make sense. Does she have any history that we know of, of mental illness? I don't know. I know that coming off of her season, she had it very, very rough. Um, coming off of her breakup with Sean Booth, she had it extremely rough. And now coming off of her um, breakup with Jason, it's been rough. So it's just been, I just only know the timestamps and time points, mm -hmm. um, but I don't know per se what's happening there. I think with a lot of success and with a lot of um, reality TV success, because even a messy reality TV life and outside of it, when people are still being able to look into your life, that's very mm -hmm. lucrative for you. So the money is gonna pour in especially when you have a business and it's a wine business and you're off the vine and all that stuff. Um, but I don't know anything other than that. I just, you know, I send blessings because it's yeah. a lot going on. I was going to say that same thing, regardless of what's going on, diagnosed, undiagnosed, whatever, just, I don't know. It just reminded me too much of myself. I'm like, I wonder if she's getting the help that she needs. So blessings. Blessings, blessings, because. Yeah, so I think um, she definitely has talked about mental health, both depression and anxiety. She's, so I don't know whether it's diagnosed or not, but she's definitely mentioned lots of therapy throughout all of this time, severe mental breakdowns. So this is what I'm saying is I, so I, I wouldn't be surprised, uh, Jasmine, if there was, you know, bipolar or, you know, I'm not sure, but there's definitely some element to where she seems she is, quite manic at the moment um, and it doesn't have control of her emotions. So right. I don't know. So clearly I'm not diagnosing her, but I know that she has communicated mental health issues in the past. So yeah. So yeah. let's just, you know, she moves forward and again, please get the right people around you mm -hmm. because the wrong people just won't care. So, and it was the last day of Mercury retrograde. So maybe she, the planets have aligned again to get her back into good standing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, can we transition to another topic? Oh, Lord, I'm not ready. Who's next? No, no, this is uh, happier. Yeah, go ahead, Claudia. So, Maggie mm -hmm. from Matthew James's season, um, son of Patty, brother of John the Scorpion. Um, so, she was on that season. Ma'am, ma'am. So she's Ethiopian. And uh, so she, so we saw her recently. She like kind of soft hard launched her boo yeah. and the baby, not necessarily in that order that she was pregnant. 
And everyone was like, oh my goodness, she's pregnant. This is amazing. And then you turned off your phone and then you turned it back on. And then there was a christening picture. And you're like, oh, did you just have the babies? Oh, uh, so congratulations, Maggie, for all the stuff, the love, um, the baby. Just got the baby baptized. I think it was three weeks ago that she got the baby baptized. Because she had asked for a photographer and I was like, oh, are you doing modeling? And I was like, oh, is she doing pregnant, pregnant modeling? She's like, no, nah, I had the baby like last month or whatever. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. That's that's great. I was <laughs> like, I thought you were still pregnant. So she um, she got the photographer uh, to, to film. I think she had the, I think it was in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. It was uptown. Some No, it was in Harlem, the baby shower. So she's uh, living her best life, has the baby. She still plans on doing uh, her charity work. She's still a pharmacist, all that stuff. So, um, but it's very cool to see. Seems like baby fever is in the air, like everywhere, everywhere. Some water that everyone's drinking. It seems like a lot of people in Bachelor Nation uh, have announced those as well. Yeah. So, um- I, I did want to say uh, shout out to Maggie for knowing um, how horrendous this world is and to um, keep your business private mm-hmm. until you are ready for the business to be public. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Cause everyone was like just getting used to her being pregnant. And she was like, nah, I, that was an old picture. I, this baby already is baptized. So it was mm-hmm. like, there you go. Yeah. Very so secret she, squirrel. I love this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Secret squirrel. Secret squirrel. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, so there's that. Um, Sydney. So Sydney, who used to be a NBA dancer, was on mm-hmm. Colton season and a dancer on the tours of Bachelor Live on stage is mm-hmm. um, pregnant. So she had she had a very full year. So she was married and now has the baby. And of course she married somebody outside of Bachelor Nation. And she was like, she also is smart. She was like, I can't get caught up in this. Um, and so now she is pregnant, <laughs> which is exciting. So congrats to Sydney. I'm trying to think of who else. Um, there was a lot of news. There was a lot of news. Did we few- did we comment? Did we already talk about Marlena? Eliza's little soft lunch? Oh, I was we didn't even get to Eliza yet. Yeah, that was the one that was interesting to me. I was like, who is this? That was a tender launch. That was like a was that a was the softest launch. of lunches. <laughs> it was a soft a feather tender launch. <laughs> that was a feather tickle lunch. That was like barely, yeah. Yeah, she um that was great. I love that for her. Because you saw I like a hand. Her. Remember they show a hand, right? It's like uh oh mm-hmm. a hand on the thigh. <laughs> yeah. The the thing that actually annoyed me about the comments on that were the comments were saying, Oh, but she still hasn't said anything about the man that she said yes to marry. What is she supposed to say? I'm sorry, y'all. What is it's she over. supposed to say? It, it's over. What, like, just, what do y'all want to do? Yes, help me understand because I'm not getting it at all. Like, she has moved on. They were, their engagement was a long time ago, ended. Mm-hmm. She's moved on. Like, I, 
is she supposed to be like, oh my gosh, like, I wish this could have been Aaron. No, like, let this woman live. Yeah. Let her live. She looks happy. Um, the thing, the thing about these uh, scenarios, um, everybody mind your business. Like what needs, whatever needed to be said between Aaron and Eliza took place offline. She's cool. She's good. She's Gucci. And you know, I, I what? So, okay. So y'all want the person that was like vilified, ridiculed, dragged through the mud on bachelor in paradise, just, you know, got twice, uh, got herself together on this one. Um, and you know, left engaged, but then it, it did not go well for her. Um, and that was in a new relationship. You want her to like acknowledge the old, come on, like, please, uh, come on. It's so, just, it, yeah. I mean, the fact that she even gave us anything again, uh, we won't ever see. She's going to be like the cutout from the Roadrunner. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you'll see a cutout of Eliza and you'll it's never see the body print. And smoking dust. is that way. We, mm -hmm. She's going to be right through it and she will never return. And, and, I, and I love that for her. Don't so ever awesome. come back, Eliza, respectfully. For your own sanity, do not come back. The statistics <laughs> don't don't play out well. It um, does not. And now Rachel and Brian just lowered the the, the chances. So, um, well, Brian did, but okay. well, here we are. Well, that that set that set lowered the chances. I ain't gonna hold you. I never really was feeling him, but I was trying. <laughs> Who? Don't you, Brian? No, I was never really on board. Gosh. You are definitely more of a Peter fan. I know. Well, I was a he's a huge Peter Prowse fan. Um, Peter is great to look at. And, you know, so I was going to say it now that the name came up. Please don't. I I won't say it. Please. I won't say. I'm not going to say it. No. Say it. But you were thinking it, but I was, no. yeah. Yep. There's a lot going on with him. It's a little bit too much. No, I like too much his. much water in that bridge. The shit. That's okay. Sometimes you need overrun. a little mess to get. Sometimes you need a little mess to get through. And I, 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 I potentially, I can't lie. I, I would love to see, because I do know they the were in communication. The bridge so. is, is waterlogged. If you took a step onto the bridge, you're gonna fall into the water. And it's not true. That's <laughs> not true. It's made with iron, and it's not made with wood. Or straw. Uh, so I feel like they're the, the, bridge is the Indiana Jones bridge. No, it's the Indiana Jones bridge that's pulled together oh, by no, no oh, not the one yeah. where they get off and they fall. Yes, yes, but where it's pulled together by rope, like yes, very Temple of Doom bridge. Rope yeah. and, yarn no. No. and wood planks. So that's I that was my favorite. Sis, I don't want the good sis walking the plank. She it, it won't work. That was my favorite. No. Um Indiana Jones, thank you for bringing that up. But that unfortunately, I I kind of want to see it. Not for like a long term or whatever, whatever works for them. They're grown ass people. I I have a this just in. <laughs> I have a this just in. I just texted it to y'all. Another oh, launch? Another launch? Oh. Oh my God! My, my friend, my friend Jordan, who is a, a friend of our podcast, who has been in our clubhouse rooms, y'all know Jordan. 
she just sent this and said, ooh, who is this? With that, with Natasha Parker, is this a launch? Now, do y'all remember Natasha from Peter Weber's season? Yes, Beautiful black queen. I mean, I, we barely know her from Peter Weber's season. We just know her. We know her from that yeah. awful VIP season. From That's that we, paradise oh, who season. Is this yes. man? The, Looking uh, who like is this older, white man with the glasses? Older, uh, Jack, what's his name? Who is this? What's that? Boy, what's that white boy rapper's name? <laughs> Jack Harlow. <laughs> I don't know his name. Not Eminem. Uh, look like, listen, no, uh, not look like Jack Harlow. Last year it was the year of pasta and lobster, and they no. continue. It's more pasta no. and lobster happening. He's he's she an artist. Well, no, I'm gonna share this picture in the chat, and y'all are gonna please. I mean, I listen music. He has 1.5 million. Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, see, here's the thing. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. Look at those arms, though. Zoom in. Real His fast. arms do look good, but the outfit is throwing me. Um, this outfit. Yeah, the this drip is not dripping. Better. Oh, His arms wait. I got. I have a better one. No, no. no this is her man. I'm confirmed. This is confirmed. Gina, you said he has how many streams? 1.5 no. million streams. What kind what of music is it? I don't Yo, know. I just said not with all the black men. Okay, wait. I like him now. I <laughs> told you. This is a man. This is interesting. Surrounded by all these black men. Oh, there's a lot of black men. Something's okay, happening. and they're handsome black men. All right, Hello. so y'all can't see. So we're looking at Natasha Parker and Water Will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a Jessica Alba's? Is her a restaurant called Alba? I don't know. I mean, that's the least of what I'm dealing with right now. This is um. This he reminds me. She said that's the least of my concerns. I am overstimulated at the moment. He reminds me of somebody I would date when I was 19. This is. He has a big W chain, y'all. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. And Victor there. Cruz liked his. Victor Cruz liked his pictures. Water Will has oh, almost forty thousand followers. What? I said Water Will has almost forty thousand followers on Instagram. I'm sorry, who? Water Will? That's his name. Yes, Will Will Roosh. Will Roosh or Roush? And he seems to only talk to people of color. Shout so out to him. he's wait. He's wait. He might have played football because he's, oh. he's friends with Victor Cruz and Barkley. Okay, hold up. What's the from Wait a minute. Did he play for Giants or was he the water Listeners, boy? we quite Wait, literally are doing all of this live. We, this is new. Brand new information. So anyway, that's another hard, soft launch. Mm. And then Natasha Parker's ex-boyfriend of two hours on the beach, Dr. Joe, also just hard launched uh, Lydia, his partner, Lydia. So... Um, it's been a day, and this is all today, everyone. We all this information that we just gave you came out live on January second. <laughs> did we want, did we want to um, completely uh, steamroll past Justin and Susie kissing? Okay, we've talked about it. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, I I didn't even see. I'm over it. <laughs> I cannot. Um... Justin and Susie. 
I love both of them so much. Do not get me wrong. I love them both. But what the hell are they doing? Like, <laughs> I guess what got on my nerves was when they went on the podcast and they were like, well, you know, she wishes she was with me or we don't want to complicate things or blah, blah, blah. It's like, just don't even speak on it. You could have easily before the interview started being like, well, we don't want to speak on the status of our relationship. But the fact that they're saying all these things leads me to believe that there is something there and they just want us speculating. Stop playing games with me. Are you together or not? What are you doing? Did I see the kiss? I didn't see a kiss. Where is that? Your boy Dave Neal said that there was a kiss. So here we go. Here we are. Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. It seems like they, they've got our attention, whether it was intentional or not. Everyone wants mm-hmm. to know, like, are they together? Are they not? And then they tried to shut it down and say that they weren't together. But then, you know, they're supposedly caught with this kiss thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how they proceed from here. Inquiring minds want to know, but also... I feel like they're playing with our emotions right now. Like, yeah, no, it's fun. It's a fun thing to do. That's why Olivia, Tanner, like the whole thing. It's like they know if people, it circles, you know, the, the news cycle and mm-hmm. gets them some extra attention. I'm mm-hmm. fine with it. Olivia and Tanner. Yeah, that's the other one. Olivia it's harmless. Yeah. It's harmless. So we've talked about them before. Nothing has changed since the last time we recorded with them. No. But no. yeah. It's just fine, but uh, that was a lot of information. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that happened. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm actually exhausted too, but yeah. We are hopefully have some better updates. <laughs> we had a mix. We had a mix. So <laughs> we have some better updates coming um, next time. And hopefully, the next time you hear from us is the golden wedding. <laughs> But who knows what the hell? Which is in two days. So who yeah. knows what's going to happen tomorrow? <laughs> Today we had golden, golden prenup. That's all right. right. What was the last time? You remember the last golden finale? They dropped a bomb about this around this time. So we will see if they drop anything else before this wedding. So. Yeah, yeah, so Susan, we saw that Susan um, confirmed that the the cat was out of the bag. She's going to be officiating. We knew that she that that was her job. That was always on her uh, placard. She's a wedding officiant. Um, I just think it's really cool that she's going to be able to do this wedding. A little weird, but also cool. No, but no, like, no, that would be weird her. if they didn't ask her to do it. Yeah, give no. us what we want. The fuck. Mm-hmm. I know but she dated that man. She was kissing that man too. I mean, they're, they're, they moved on. He kissed everybody. He was kissing night one. That's true. Exactly. He really did. Out the limo, hanging out. out. So anything is possible. I'll take this. this anything is, is possible. Yes. So anything. hopefully, again, as a reminder, we have a live clubhouse room watch uh, watch party for Golden Wedding. So please come join us. Bring your friends. It should be a good time. But for now, we are signing off. I am Claudia. I'm Monique. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Gina. We are Rose Noir. Thank you for joining us on the soft hard launch. We're going to continue to soft hard launch uh, <laughs> along with <laughs> Bachelor Nation. Lord have mercy. Um, like, comment, and subscribe on all of our platforms. 
run it up. Give us some listens. Give us some spins. Tell your friends. We are starting a video podcast, and we cannot wait for you to see what we have going on, as well as listen. So tap in with us. We love y'all. We're back, and we're Black. Happy 2024! Yes. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms found in the show notes. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Join us for live discussions on Clubhouse at The Rosé Noir. A special thank you to Ahmad Fielder for our amazing theme music. Follow him at infrared underscore crypto on Instagram. We are Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Noir. See you next show.